Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 381 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This is part two of a two-part interview with Sean Gusenberg. Sean is an ex-college baseball player at Northwestern University and is a current player in the Chicago White Sox organization. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is part of the Recruit Me education business. My name is Brent Hanks, and I am the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. Recruit Me's goal is to provide you whether you are a potential student-athlete or the parent of a potential student-athlete, with as many free and inexpensive recruiting resources as possible. You can find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app. And a new episode hits every Tuesday. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest-running recruiting education podcast. Other resources that RecruitMe provides are the free recruiting power pack, which is available on the recruit-me.com website. You get a download with the first steps to an athletic scholarship, an audio file about how to use videos, and a free player profile template. Just sign up on the recruit-me.com homepage. Also, you can sign up for the free Recruit Me monthly newsletter that gives you monthly recruiting tips, advice, and links to last month's The Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes. The Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System gives you a 200-plus page manual and workbook to take you step-by-step through your personalized recruiting journey. You can get the Recruit Me 3.0 system for only $39. You will get the seven steps to an athletic scholarship and much, much more. Step one, select the right schools to contact. Step two, write a great introductory email. Step three, create your one-page player profile. Step four, build your own recruiting questionnaire. Step five, track your communications. Step six, send one-page updates. And step seven, make your school choice wisely. Go to recruit-me.com to get your recruiting plan today. Let's hear from Sean as we continue with the interview. Sean talks about playing injured, adjusting from high school to college, how time management is important. He will give advice on how to get ready for college and advice on recruiting. Join us for part two of Sean's interview. Uh, by the way, tell tell everybody kind of what positions you have played and and uh, a, a little bit about your game itself. Yeah, so I uh, I was always a shortstop uh, growing up, and then you get to college, and you know there, there's going to be players that are better than you when uh, when you come in as a freshman. Um, and I uh, I hit well enough my freshman year where they wanted to find a spot for me. Um, so I got to DH a little bit, um, and then I finally settled into second base. Um, so I was freshman year and then my sophomore and junior year, I played shortstop. Since getting to professional baseball, um, I've bounced around the field a little bit. I've played a lot of second base, played some first base. Um, recently, I've started playing a little outfield. Uh, stealing bases is important. I kind of added that a little bit to my game. Well, and if I remember right, uh, you came in dinged up a little bit with a, a bad shoulder. And were they going to actually let you play a little bit and then redshirt you so you could have some shoulder surgery and then you got to hitting so well you never did end up redshirting yeah that's that's true um i tore my labrum before the year started i couldn't really play the field much i couldn't really throw um but i was hitting well enough to where hitters hit right yeah i was hitting well enough to where they didn't want to redshirt me they snuck me in there at second base you know i didn't (laughs) i didn't have the best year throwing but 
I was I was serviceable enough to play. Um, well, and it, it worked out good because if you would have put up, put that off, you would have lost a year to COVID the next year. So it, it yeah. luckily worked out good. So, Sean, what are some of the tough or surprising adjustments that you had to make from high school to college, uh, both academically and athletically? So we, we not only talk about trying to get p- kids to uh, college, we try to talk about what the experience is like so they can handle and, and be a good college player. Yeah, everybody talks about it, but <clears throat> time management is important. Um, figuring out what you what your priorities are. I think there's there's enough room in a college day to you know have friends, go out. Uh, and, and take care of business um, when it's school and and baseball. I think there probably aren't too many tougher places than Northwestern to do it. Um, and I think we had a, a good group of guys who were focused on baseball, school, but also having fun in college. And it's it really comes down to you. You got to plan ahead um, to get your work done and figure out when you're going to do that extra work um, on the baseball field when you're going to get in for extra lifts. But it's possible. Um, it's possible to do everything. So I wouldn't believe anyone who said you're going to have no time for anything else in college besides baseball. I think it can be done. From high school um, and your pre-planning, you were going to go do some, something that was going to challenge you academically and athletically anyway. And so you kind of had that mindset. So everybody that you were looking at was going to give you that that type of uh, experience. What advice would you give uh, to a prospective high school athlete to kind of get ready to prepare for college baseball or to, to college academics? I, I uh, forgot to touch on the last part of your question, which kind of ties into this one <clears throat> about adjustments. The number one thing I would say is college baseball is a lot more physical than high school baseball. College baseball is grown men. So if you want to get in there your freshman year and compete, you got to attack the weight room. Um, I had some good advice from guys before me, I started lifting pretty seriously um, towards my junior, senior year of high school. And going into freshman year before that season, I was I was always a skinny kid, was able to put on like 10, 15 pounds and still wasn't able to hit for too much power my freshman year. Um, but throughout college, I got a lot stronger, gained weight. And I would say the earlier you're able to do that, the more of a chance you give yourself to, to compete. But I think I did an interview with Coach Reynolds, and he said he's never seen a baseball player come in too strong uh, from high school to college. So, so strength is a big, big deal. And you are playing against men. I mean, when you when you come in, you're 18, yeah. 19 years old, and there's guys that are 22, 23 years old that you're you're playing against. What advice would you give to uh, families that are in the recruiting process to help them get recruited and maybe uh, alleviate a little anxiety or panic that they might be going through? Unfortunately, things are really different now than when I was getting recruited just because of the impact that COVID, um, the transfer portal, yeah, one, the one year, the transfer rule used to be one year sitting out for, for freshmen or people moving into college. Um, you know, spots aren't as secure. People are always looking to add to their rosters. Coaches are on hot seats. They want to perform. Um, so I would say something that I would be thinking about now going into college would be really understanding where you sit with a college um, and with a coach, with the staff, with the team, um, understanding where you fit in and really understanding even if you do fit in because college will, will, colleges will bring kids in who they have a hope for but not a plan for. If you're a parent or a kid as a high school student, if you can, try to figure out 
not a promise, but what an idea is for when you get there, because obviously promises aren't made either. Like you said, the situation has changed a lot. The U7 came in your freshman year. You all got to participate and, and be a part of the team because, you know, one thing that we found out is Northwestern, they don't carry as many people. They don't carry as many players as a lot of other teams do. So everybody had to contribute. And that was that was a factor when Parker decided to go there. Was that a kind of a factor maybe whenever you decided to go to Northwestern? Oh, yeah. I, I had good advice. I knew that going into Northwestern, it was an incredible opportunity to play on a team with a roster of around 30 guys. That's all they bring in. They brought seven guys in every year. Um, and I would say, yeah, not all, not every opportunity is equal. Look at the roster size. Look at previous years, how many guys have come in and gotten cut or transferred away after their freshman falls. Northwestern wasn't like that. All seven of us who came in in my class, not only did we have the opportunity to contribute, but we were expected to contribute. And so that was awesome. Like just coming into college and getting thrown into the fire right away. So what's one of your best baseball memories at Northwestern? Um, Just the friendships I made. It's probably stuff away from baseball. Just going to the dining hall, going out to dinner, having formals, living in the house with, with my best friends. Really all that, all that was my favorite stuff. It wasn't the three grand slams in three innings? Those were, those were great. Um, <laughs> Those were great moments. Um, but looking back at what I'm going to remember the most from college, you know, it's 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 really not even the stuff that we we accomplished or my personal accomplishments. Uh, although that that was that was a great moment when we hit three. <laughs> three Did you get one of those? No, I didn't hit any of those. That was uh, that was Trouty, that was Steve, and that was Vince. The, the, so yeah, uh, you guys hit three grand slams in the first three innings against the same pitcher at Mich- from Michigan State. Yeah, and you know what? I faced that pitcher again this year, and he's doing just fine. That was wild because he there was a lot of scouts there that day to see him. And then I think in that same tournament, you about killed a guy up on the uh, walkway with a foul ball, and then the next pitch you hit a game-winning home run too. So that was kind of fun. I got I got to go back to that stadium this year and last year, and actually had. A guy who worked at the stadium come up to me. Um, it was it was a cool moment. He said uh, he recognized my last name. Oh, awesome! He was there when I, I hit that home run. He was is uh, Alex Arrow. Does he play there? Uh, he did. He got he got promoted, but that's good. He was on for a lot of this year. Well, those are that you guys got to play in some neat places, and I think that was one of the uh, uh, things that I know Parker looked at is he would get to go to some pretty neat places to go to. And I think that's one of the little things that you can kind of look at when you're considering colleges. Yeah. Playing in the big 10 was awesome. Uh, Just getting to go see all those college campuses when we had, when we had away games. Tell us what's in store for you the remainder of this year and next year, kind of what you're doing and how you're getting ready for your next baseball season. Yeah. um, I'm just about a, a little over a month into my off season. Now I've gotten to travel a little bit in this, this first month and, I've still been lifting, but next week it, it'll be time to get back, get back into hitting, throwing, getting strong and ready for spring training. Well, and uh, you're getting to play in a little warmer weather than Northwestern. Yeah, it's always nice to get back to Los Angeles to train as much as I loved playing in the snow and freezing weather. So was that a consideration whenever you uh, <clears throat> were looking at Northwestern? Like, what in the world am I doing here going from uh, Southern California to, to uh, Evanston, Illinois? It was. It was a little bit, but I was ready for a change in scenery anyways. 
do something different for a couple of years um, and see how I like it. I love Chicago and uh, I like the Midwest. So I was, I was glad I did it. You guys, when you, when you come through, you're going to have to stop by and um, um, fly over territory here in Southwest Missouri again. And uh, we had the privilege of, uh, I think, having you and your brother stop by uh, on one of your drives through. So we, we uh, yeah. enjoyed that and enjoyed the friendships and, uh, uh, te- you know, tell your family hi and, and, uh, miss being with them on the on the road trips and the dinners that's that's our memories too some is on the baseball field but a lot of it like you said is uh at dinners or before and after games hanging out and uh taking all the kids in all 27 kids were uh become your your own kids whenever you're uh on a college baseball team and and you're a parent all fun times thanks for your time and uh maybe uh uh, we'll reach out again and uh, maybe we'll come see you play here sometime Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just, yeah, text me, text my parents. Thank you to Sean Gusenberg for taking time to visit with me and to give you advice and insight on recruiting and college baseball. I think it is great to hear from a student athlete that went through the recruiting experience and has had a successful college career. Sean is very humble throughout both part one and part two of the interview, but I want you to know he is one of the most talented hitters both Parker and I have ever seen. Please take his words of advice to help you in your recruitment. Go back and listen to episode 380, part one of this interview, and also pass the Athletic Scholarship podcast along to other families and recruits going through the recruiting process. Get the Athletic Scholarship podcast at recruit-me.com or on your favorite podcast app. In the recently passed episodes, I've ended those episodes with sections of the recruiting checklist. The recruiting checklist can be found on page five of the Athletic Scholarship 24-month planner and journal. There's a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. Here's a review of the recruiting checklist on page 5 of the Athletic Scholarship 24-month planner and journal. Number 1. Select the right schools to contact. Number 2. Build your introductory packet and questionnaire. Number 3. Produce your video. Number 4. Track your communications. Number 5. Build your updates. Number 6. Choose the right camps, showcases, and tournaments. Number 7. Register with the NCA or NAIA eligibility centers. Number eight, academic performance. And number nine, know the recruiting rules. If you have any questions or comments about the recruiting checklist, email me, brent, at recruit-me.com. Join me next Tuesday for episode 382, which will be a review of this two-part interview with Sean Gusenberg. I will pull out some of the main points from the interview, and I will expand on some of the points and advice. Thank you for listening and enjoy your Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next week for another 15 minutes of recruiting education information on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast that will change your athletic scholarship future.